there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel Devani here, and we're back with some stories for you. Hi, my friend. Hey. <laughs> Not me over here loving myself. I know in the video. Um, on today's podcast, we're talking about the UKans. I knew they'd be back. Yes, um, Taylor Swift and Kanye West, uh, Billie Eilish, and kind of People's Choice Awards in general. Uh, Madam Webb, some issues there, you know, with Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Selena Quintanilla Perez, and her murderer, Yolanda Saldivar, Kelly Rowland, and Pitbull and Dolly Parton. Interesting lineup today. <laughs> yeah. But let's start off with the UKNs. They're causing some, stirring up some issues. We knew they'd be back. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are ruffling some feathers. First of all, they're upset. Uh, people are upset. And when I say people, Queen Camilla, she's, quote, outraged that um, the prince is using what she says her King Charles is her husband, uh, cancer as a, quote, unquote, loving son PR stunt. Um, according to the Enquirer, she was very upset because there's like these formalities when you're going to approach the castle or the king or whatever. And um, an insider said, quote, her majesty is furious that Harry flew in from his ritzy California home without getting palace approval and then came with attitude. Um, the insider goes on and says, I'm told Camilla was outraged. She's taken a lot of bile from Harry over the years and couldn't wait to let him have it. And apparently she was kind of going off on him behind the scenes. And that, um, yeah, she just wasn't having it. I'm like, this is a lot coming from the side, bitch. That's just what I was going to say. Oh, you he's over the years. Bitch, what? You stayed steady fucking his daddy the whole time he was married to his mom, treating her like crap. And no, I'm sorry. You don't, you don't, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely she not. Can, she can flip on whatever. I hate her. Um, and also, it sounds weird saying Queen Camilla. I'm like, no, bitch. No, no. I will never. You're not even. Her. Yeah, she's like the UKN. I'm not even a UKN, and I'm like, bitch, you can go to hell. Mm-mm. How do UKNs even like her? I don't think they do. Oh, well, anyways, sticking with the UKNs, um, Prince Harry is also getting everyone. Um, Ruffles in a feather because him and Meghan Markle, is that her wife's name? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they have decided to give their kids the last name um, of, I think they went with Sussex. And the royals are apparently upset and furious. Be- and they even said that Prince Philip, if he um, was like be turning in his grave, he found out because the royal family, they don't go by last name. And if they did, they were referred to like the House of Windsor, like Mountbatten, Windsor. And Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have decided since their kids no longer have the titles of Prince and Princess. You remember how we talked about that when the Mm -hmm. Queen was alive still or when she first died? Well, they decided to give them a lasting. So they went with Sussex and they decided um, not to use the Windsor name. Um, And so they're saying that they feel like this is a sign of a kind of ending of the royals, which I found interesting they're taking it that serious because they're not even royals anymore. So what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought Sussex was like the place. Like, you know, the the Duchess of Sussex or Queen of Sussex, Prince, Princess of Sussex, whatever, something of Sussex. So, uh, but that was something that we had wondered, like, was it last season or something? Like, what the hell their last name was? So. Yeah, it's Windsor, but we didn't, we didn't know. Yeah. But. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Harry's always kind of marched to the beat of his own drum. Like, at this mm-hmm. point, does it even matter? Like, it doesn't even matter. He could call his kids 150 Boulevard for all I give a crap. Like, I don't know why it's such a big deal. Yeah, but I don't know. Let's now move on and leave the UK in. So we just had to talk about them because we hadn't and we knew they'd be back. And let's talk about Billie Eilish. She has been all over my TikTok feed besides that list, the who the fuck did I marry lady that I'm obsessed with. Um, <laughs> besides that viral TikTok, Billie Eilish is everywhere. Bonnie, what's going on with Miss Billie? Okay, yeah, so Billie Eilish is coming under fire and getting a lot of heat for seemingly being rude towards TikTokers at the People's Choice Awards. Now, they're saying, like, she was whispering to someone else, like, why are all these TikTokers here? I don't like that, you know, and stuff. And you can technically kind of hear her saying something like that. The audio is just, like, for me, it's a little too muffled to really make it out. But witnesses that were there with her, around her, other TikTokers that were sit at tables like right next to her said that that couldn't be further from the truth, um, that that's not what happened at all. She was actually interacting with all of them very nicely. She even posed for photographs with them and was joking with them about stuff. It was just, they're like, that's just the way the you know, the internet was taking it and it, it wasn't that at all. Now there was an incident that did happen um, back behind the scenes of the red carpet that maybe that's what caused this to kind of blow up that way. Cause there were a lot of TikTokers this year at the people's choice awards. Um, now that was something that the people's choice awards set up because they were wanting them to create content at like while it was happening um, but then they just invited a bunch of other TikTokers there. Now, while you, they're walking the red carpet, there were some TikTokers in the behind the scenes that were shooting content and, you know, doing stuff back there. And one of them had caught Billie Eilish on the walk and was like, you know, will you make some content with me? Now, Billie Eilish at first said yes, but when that creator started with the type of content that they do make, Billy stopped them very quickly and said, I don't want to be a part of this content. So she she was nice. She wasn't rude or anything, although there were some rumors flying around that she was yelling at that TikToker, which, again, eyewitnesses are stating couldn't be further from the truth, that she was one of the nicest celebrities to the TikTokers throughout the night and that was actually sat there with them and had conversations with them and took pictures with them. Yeah, I feel like if she was yelling at them, there would definitely be video. Like, that would have been the story. That would have been everywhere. Absolutely. If she was yelling at them. Um. I don't know. I think that she also, it's like the people's choice awards. It's like, I would be weirded out if I didn't see TikTokers there because I'm like, well, who really goes to that? Like Chloe yeah. Kardashian, one of people's choice awards and she wasn't even in the building. And yeah. so she's like, Chloe uh, Kardashian's like a BC lister now. So it's like, that's weird. Like, hello. I think Billy was just there because I don't, Honestly, I don't know. I feel like she just goes to everything lately. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she, mm. I, she, I think she was up for an award or two musically. So, 
Well, speaking of music now, I want to talk about Taylor Swift and Kanye West. Uh, uh, Taylor is currently still on tour. She was in Australia this week. And, um, well, Kanye West has this new song out called Carnival. And it's there's like a lyric or something in the song that's like kind of referring or implies that he's calling Taylor Swift like a bitch. Um, and so Us Weekly got some some inside scoop from Taylor Swift's camp and said Taylor has so much on her plate and isn't concerned with what Kanye is or isn't doing. She has no plans on responding publicly or privately. From her point of view, this beef is one-sided. Kanye is trying to get back in the spotlight and easy way to do that is through Taylor who has completely moved on. I don't, Kanye's a mess. Why is he still doing stuff? He should just go away. He should, you know, because he does have the ability to be a genius. He should just go and go, like, go be a ghostwriter for musicians. Like, be behind the studios. That's where the money's at. He's smart, making beats. He should do that stuff. He shouldn't be out. No, no, he shouldn't. He should definitely take his medication too daily. But, you know, he's just definitely trying to stay relevant. Uh, I guess the shock value of him constantly posting his wife and next to naked conditions is wearing off. So, you know, that is it. But I I love her. I love her camp's response to it. Like, you are irrelevant, period, end of story. Mm -hmm. Have, Have fun. I love that. Now let's talk about another flop, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is the biggest flops of flops. She's she has the most diva worst name in Hollywood, who has never had a hit in her life in anything, besides the movie Selena, which we'll talk about Selena later. But Jennifer released her album "This Is Me." Dot dot dot. Now and it is set to not even debut in the top one hundred on Billboard charts. Um, it is one of the lowest that she's ever had, and they're saying it's a career low, and that um, despite having what Bonnie's going to talk about now, this Amazon Prime kind of film movie with the songs that's kind of based on, I don't know, Bonnie, you have the lead on this flop of a movie? Yeah, like this? Okay. I said I wasn't going to watch it, but for the sake of the show, I had to grit my teeth and bear it and that is exactly what I did for 62 minutes. Those were like 62 minutes I will never get back. This, oh my God. But there are some mixed reviews. There are some people, not a high number of people, but there are some people that love it because they love, you know, they love the message behind it, which it's about her love story. It's about her healing journey. It's about J-Lo loves love, basically, is what she's saying in this this movie. But a lot of people, they were left asking, like, is it a musical? Is it a is it a thesis? Is it a biopic? Is it a visual album? What was happening? You were literally left like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like it it was a from it was a steampunk musical nightmare with a Michael Bay budget. That that is that is the best way I can describe it. Um, there were some really big people in there, so she had this one scene where there was a council of astrological 
beings or whatever. Post Malone was there. Uh, Trevor Noah, amongst so many other people. Kiki Palmer. Uh, Post Malone played Leo. Uh, Trevor Noah was Libra. Like, there was just... But I was just really, like, left, like, what? What? It's like a 62-minute music video of, like, all the songs on the album and, like, small videos all put together, all starring her. Like, I... Yeah, uh, you just you have to watch it. It's a, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't want you to watch it, but it's like a train wreck, start to finish. I have no idea. So, and then on top of that, her ticket uh, sales went on for her tour because she's you know going on tour, and people, she has a lot of nerve, it, a lot of nerve. So a lot of these tickets are like for some of the the lower floor scenes, like they start like four hundred and fifty dollars. Like they're saying, like her ticket prices are higher than Beyonce's. How do you have? Yeah, they said that they were like they were like a like a Bad Bunny's tickets, like very expensive. Yeah, how do you have the audacity to do that? (laughs) This this one guy on TikTok is like, how do you have the audacity to do that when you have no Grammys at how many Grammys? And Beyonce has this many Grammys, and her tickets are 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 less than your tickets. So they're now calling. They're saying that J Lo. Delulu is Jalulu. Jalulu. That's what they're calling her now for this. So, yeah. Yeah. Even the meet and greet ones. The meet and greet ones are 3600 You do get a, um, some stuff with that. But even like the the Miami floor ones, they go from like – they start like $996 to $1,500. And that's just the floor seats. Nothing else included. You're just – Who's going to buy a ticket to see J-Lo? Probably the same idiots that bought tickets for the Super Bowl. Who would do that? I didn't really like football. I, I, I just, I, I just, I couldn't. Well, if they did that, it's because they were going to go watch Taylor Swift or hope to see her. Yeah, yeah. But J Lo, you know, it couldn't be me, especially after she gave us that movie. It's not even a movie. It's not even, girl. What was you doing? It was just like. And she not- said it wasn't a visual album because she was on press, and she's like, "It's not a visual album." My fucking ass is not a visual album. She said basically what she describes it as is like a work of fiction based on her album. I th- the fiction means not real. Bullshit. Because like this like literally chronologically depicts her horrendous love life. Yeah, so, she just said it's inspired by. I was I was inspired to try to gouge my eyes out. That's that's what I was inspired to do. That. It, it was horrible. It was, it was horrible. Well, I'm glad that you said that because something that has made me want to gouge my eyes out is Dakota Johnson in her tour press for Madam Web. This is a bitch <laughs> that I literally used to like her. And because of this tour press that she's on, I absolutely cannot fucking stand this hoe. Every time I see her, I'm like, bitch, get off of my screen. Not interested. I report her like... Whenever on TikTok, I, if I don't like a video, I'll report it and be like, it's inappropriate. Like, I don't want to see this shit. Um, so she starred in, I think it's Sony, right? Sony's Madam yes. Web. Yes. Um, not the MCU, but Sony's Madam Web. And she's out doing a tour, um, like a press tour, press junket. And she there's a couple of things that she like interviews that she's been on that really really stick out and annoy the shit out of me is that like one she says that um 
She's like, yeah, like everyone I know is on a group chat in like the Madam Web, like the cast. She's like, yeah, like the main characters, the actors are all in a group chat. She's like, but I like left the chat. Like I didn't want to be a part of it. And then they recently talked to her. Um, she told the Associated Press that like, she's like, there's a lot of like, her co-stars are like younger than her. Like she's kind of like Gen Z. She's like, it's a very similar dynamic on set to like in the actual movie to where like, I really love them and I care for them, but they also annoy me very, very much. Oh. And then they were asking her about the movie and she's like, honestly, like I haven't even watched the whole thing and I probably won't. So Bonnie went to watch the movie. Bonnie, what are your thoughts? Because I'll tell you, you know, we all know what the world is saying. Yes. Okay. So the world is saying this was the most horrible superhero movie that it makes the Green Lantern look like a cinematic masterpiece. There was just, there's so much, so many bad reviews about this movie that I, I was trying not to watch them all because I didn't want any spoilers. However, you know, I guess they say it's good to be forewarned or what. So when I went into the movie, I, I didn't go in there with any expectations. I expected it to be horrible just because of what everyone was saying. And I, it's almost like I wanted to hate it. Like I wanted to hate it going in uh, because of what everyone was saying. And I, I, you know, I mess with comic books. I, I like comic books and stuff like that. So I, I know a little bit about a little bit. And now this movie was made by Sony in... It's very, very specific to say in association with Marvel. It does start off kind of like a Marvel movie, but it says in association with Marvel, not to be mistaken for a Marvel movie. Um, I I liked it. Like, I, uh, if you've never You're the read, one person I have heard on this planet Earth to say that. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I think it's because I went in there knowing it was going to be shitty. So I was looking for the shitty elements in it and stuff. And yes, I can see where a lot of avid comic, uh, comic book lovers would hate this movie because there is like some stuff in there. It just, it, it just doesn't make sense. And yes, the script is, it, it's written a little shitty. Um, the actors, you can tell they did their best with it. Now, the one thing that I hated so much about this movie, but it was so bad, it was almost comical, was the villain. The fucking villain was ridiculous. It's like, they couldn't, figure out like what kind of accent he was going to have. So throughout the whole movie, you're trying to figure out what his freaking accent is. And it, it always, it sounds different in almost every scene. And you're like, what the fuck? And just him as a, a villain. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to hate him, like him, brush his hair, dye his hair, style it, something. I, I, like it just, it didn't make sense. And there was a lot of part of like a lot of jumping around in the movie where it was like, why the fuck did they? Oh, she knew exactly where to go. She knew where in the whole fucking Amazon to go. And that guy was just standing there waiting for her. Like there was a lot of be so fucking for real moments of it. But there was also some funny stuff in there. Like some of the the jokes they were they were they would hit for me. They were funny. Like some of the little smart assness of it. Uh, if you didn't know for sure if uh, Ben Parker was in it, Ben Parker's characters in it, obviously, because they say his name like 10,000 times <laughs> in the movie hmm. to make sure you're getting that that's Ben Parker. Um, you know, and, but, and I do like her. I, I did like her as an actor because I loved her in all the 50 Shades of Grey movies and stuff like that. But, um, 
Yeah. I mean, there were some bad elements to it, but I mean, I kind of liked it, I guess, because it was so bad. I, I kind of liked it. So I didn't hate it. A lot of people I know actually said, like, we went to watch it because we knew it was bad and we wanted to see it. And they were like, but nothing could have prepared us for how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, it was but, so horrible. But a lot of people did say, though, that it wasn't even the acting that was bad. They were like, not even the best actor could have. No. With the the lines like the script, they're like the best actor on earth. Meryl Streep would not have been able to win this. Um, like made this a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and then the if you're if you're expecting to see them in their outfits, their getups, it's like thirty seconds. Thirty yeah, they, seconds I, in their getups. I was gonna say, I think they said you see them um, in all of their outfits in the previews. That's exactly what you see in the movie. Yeah, but I also want to preface that by saying, like, this was an origin story. You know what I mean? This was an origin story. So that's why this wasn't a all dressed up full, like, for half the damn movie. We're superheroes now. Like, the girls don't even get their powers in this movie. This is just, like, this is a very, very big origin story. More of an origin story. And Madam, her, Madam Webb, she's... Does she's in the chair at the very end? She she like fully embodies her character at the very very end, like mm-hmm. I said, because it's an origin story. So if you know, that's understandable. Well, it currently has a thirteen percent on <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and Dakota <sighs> Johnson. It said that she fired her agent immediately after like the project she was signed on for. She fired all of her agents. Oh my God! You see, here's her the thing. Booking her on this role, I think she the way she's acting about it is really shitty. You know how she's over here like, oh, I haven't even because she knows it's getting so much hate. She's like, oh, I haven't even watched it. I'm not going to. I didn't even want to do this project. Da, 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 all this shit. I would have so much more support for her and, and respect for her if she would fucking own it. If it was a a if horrible, she was just like guys, fucking own it. It's bad. Just go support the women in it. Like if she said something <laughs> like that. Exactly. Like, yeah, I did. I I did the best I could with this script, but man, she should go on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Yes, and make fun and, of it. Yes, she should. That is exactly what she should do to this. Because I mean, you acting like you were too good for it, stuck up for it. You don't like it. You're hating it the way everyone else hates it. To me, I'm. Th- I, I I can't fuck with that. Like, own your yeah. own the bullshit. Own the bullshit. That you, I will say, this movie is still not as bad as Gili. So I don't, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen a movie as bad as that. That that was the J Lo movie that horribly bombed. I think that's oh. how you say it. Gili G I was it G I G I some bullshit. However, it was spelled. Yeah, this I remember. Still not as bad as that one. So <laughs> you know, it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's bad, but eh. it just it's it's like Sony doesn't know what the fuck to do with their Spider Man license. So they went. This, this is what happened. They went here. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's interesting, but there won't be another movie because it's lost so much money. I think they said it cost like 80, it cost like 80 million dollars to make it, and it's only made 26 million dollars. And I kind of hate that because I kind of want a sequel just to see if they can do something better with it, something good. Like, because the, the premise I'm is trying, like, honestly, I'm trying to uh, stay away from um, superhero movies in general. Because I have superhero burnout. Like even Aquaman, I love Aquaman, but even that, I like I liked it, but I had to like was like okay, like 
I need to stop. Like, I, I need to not watch a superhero movie for a very long time. Yeah. Because I have superhero burnout. And I love, I, I have never been into the comics, but I do love a good superhero movie. Yeah. I just, I, I'm burnt out. I'm like, this is enough. It's enough. I'm done. But now I want to talk about um, Pitbull because Bonnie sent me this interesting link like <laughs> 20 minutes before we record. And I'm like, long day of work. I'm like tired. I just had dinner. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to doze off for a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bonnie sending me to watch? And I look, and it's like Pitbull and Dolly Parton. <laughs> Bonnie, what the fuck? Okay, so when I heard about this collab, when I first heard about this collab a couple weeks ago, I was like, no fucking way. Pitbull and Dolly Parton, they're going to, how is that? And everyone that I told about it, they were like, how is that even going to go? I'm like, yeah, I, you know. It yeah. went though. Yeah, and it did. It did. So Dolly Parton teamed up with Pitbull for a amazing remake more of like a mashup um, of her nine, her iconic nine to five song. And it is called Powerful Woman. Like, so if you haven't heard it, absolutely run to YouTube or to Pitbull's Instagram and listen to the song. He did make a post on Instagram, you know, and Def was thanking Dolly Parton for working with him on this project, that it was very, very important to him and close to his heart. Um, you know, and I, everyone's wondering, like, is it going to be a banger? Is it going <laughs> to? It's going to be a banger. I, I listened to it, and it it has the hook. It has the 9 to 5 hook on there. And, then mm-hmm. it, you know, it definitely has Mr. Worldwide, you know, doing his thing on there. So, uh, yeah, I, it was interesting. I, I think it's one of those songs that would have to grow on me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a song that I'd be willing to allow to grow on me. Like, I wouldn't want to listen to it again. <laughs> just one time, one and done. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I just... I just won't listen to it again. Yeah, you know, like, I'm just like, oh, I can live without that. Um, But yeah, we're going to end the show with our Texas girls. So now, um, Selena Quintanilla Perez and Yolanda Saldivar. Yolanda, for those of you that don't know, Selena was slated, and this has been everyone, everywhere you read. Um, Selena was, they thought was going to be the next... Madonna, the Latina Madonna. She was up and coming when Yolanda Saldivar murdered her. And Yolanda just came out with a documentary. And Bonnie, you have some information here. Yes. Uh, Yolanda did come out with a documentary on Oxygen. And um, now, when this documentary came out, I was like, oh, did Abraham know about this documentary? Because Abraham has his hand in anything that's Selena related. That's what I said. He was to everybody. Yeah, everybody. Well, I um a lot of information came out about will he end up suing Yolanda for this documentary or Oxygen and and stuff. And uh, a lot of the preliminary things that I'm getting from this is there's no real way that he can. You know, those are her personal mm-hmm. accounts and you know and stuff like that. Like so what she remembers. It's what mm-hmm. she. It's her. What she recalls. Exactly. So. Um, Abraham told TMZ, Abraham, who is now 84 years old, by the way, told TMZ that it was a completely um, unauthorized documentary. Um, They had no involvement and they definitely don't have their support. Uh, Her accounts are nothing but lies and a bid to still stay relevant. 
Now, um, Yolanda was 35 years old uh, when she did shoot and kill Selena while Selena was running away um, from her in that hotel room. Now, she, in the documentary, says that, I mean, I, I watched it and it was like, Okay. Like she didn't really say anything that she hadn't been seeing all these years. So, you know, she did say that it was an accident that she didn't mean to, to shoot it. She got scared and just started shooting. Now she did say she initially bought the gun because of Abraham, that she was scared of Abraham, that Abraham had been threatening her. Um, Now in her other claims, uh, she claimed that Selena was in love with another man and that Selena had other, another personality and that she was mean. Nobody knew those sides of her behind closed doors except for her family. And her family just wanted to keep that really hush-hush. Um, she was said to have found some damaging information towards her career and claims to have had a diary to back up those, you know, to corroborate those claims and stuff. And it was about her having that secret affair. So... I just thought it was like an in poor taste, shitty taste to come out and say something like that about someone who clearly can't defend themselves and anyone else that would be a witness to that would, you know, if her family was like, oh, she never had an affair or anything like that. I mean, of course our family is going to say that, especially like after death, people want to, you know, memorialize her and, and, and that the love story between her and Chris was such like a big love story and stuff like that. So they're just a lot of people and fans are very upset that she's coming out and trying to kind of paint Selena in sort of a bad light. Now, at the end of the documentary, she this is what's blowing people's mind, is she saying, you know, that, of course, she misses Selena every day like everyone else does, but she knows she's going to see her again one day in heaven. Mm. Oh. Well, girl, I got some news for her. Um, I watched it as well, and I'm a huge Selena fan. Selena was my original Beyonce. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, I believe some of Yolanda's stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe that she, when you become friends with someone, your friends know a different side of you than your family does. Mm-hmm. And the way Selena's family is and what the public knows about them now, especially if you live here where Selena's from, everyone, her family has a reputation. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that Selena wanted to hide some of that from her family. And I kind of think like my interpretation was that it was like, you know, they were saying that um, Yolanda was writing checks to herself from the fan club. But I think that like, what if she was writing, what if Selena was telling her, like, just write yourself a check, like write it for you. Because if you write it for me, everybody's going to know why I'm using this money to go see this man I'm allegedly in love with. So Yolanda was doing it for her friend. You know, yeah, I did always find their friendship a little odd, Weird. you know, Steph, but she did need someone to confide in, you know, and who would have thought? And it I, I mean, who knows? Her. I just, I just think like that's, the, I believe I, some of it and I, I love Selena, but there, I just feel like there's, I also don't like her dad. So uh, mm-hmm. I believe there's, you know. I think there's some truth in, like, in the middle. Yeah, because here was the other thing. If she really was stealing, why wasn't there ever, like, a charge for embezzlement? Or why didn't they go after her for that, you know, and stuff like that? And they said that Selena was the one that was like, no, no, no. We don't want to do that to her. You know, really Mm -hmm. pushing the no, no, no. We're not, we don't want to, you know... 
That's you weird that they I mean? wouldn't have. That's weird that they wouldn't have out of like spite. Like if they killed, like she killed her daughter, they killed her with their family member. They're like, I'm going to take you to court for whatever else I can take you to court for. Exactly. Like really put that on there and stuff. And I just, you know. Because they could have tried her. They could. They would have been able to take her to court for that because it's a separate case. That would have been different than uh-huh. what. So. Because that would have been more it, time. It would have been more time. Embezzlement isn't that. That's like federal. Yeah, it's like a felony. So. I mean, I know murder is the bigger charge, but that one is like a second charge, and and it would be a second it, charge. It would be separate, like a second separate case. Like they could charge her for that later. So, like instead of thirty years, she's eligible for parole. What if she was never eligible for parole because of her felony? Exactly. Like I just some of those things don't add up. So when it comes to the aspect of was Yolanda doing secret things for Selena, she very well may have been. Um, just fans aren't liking that she's coming out. Obviously, they're, you know, trying to paint her in a bad light. But for for me, I don't really think it paints her in a bad light. I just think it paints her in a human one. Yeah. So. I mean, she, she painted herself in bad uh, Well, Yolanda painted herself as a bad light. But Selena, yeah, she's a human. She's not this. She wasn't this saint, you know. Yeah. I mean? if, you, if you believe someone's a saint, you're crazy. <laughs> um. All right. So now we're going to talk about Kelly Rowland and all of the drama of the Today Show. Kelly Rowland's been out in town. Um, she's like out promoting her new uh, Netflix film, Mea Culpa or Mea some shit. Uh-huh. And um, it's a Tyler Perry movie, of course. You know, he he does very good movies and I haven't seen this one, but I want to. Well, she was on the Today Show, and apparently these shows are still, like, fucking eight hours long. Because she was on the first hour, and she was scheduled for the fourth hour. And so she went on for the first hour, but then she was going to co-host the fourth hour. But she was a guest in the first hour. Well, you know who was going to be on during the fourth hour as well? Jennifer Lopez. And it said that allegedly Kelly Rowland threw a fit because the fitting or the room that she's used to having was given to Jennifer Lopez. And so the Kelly found it like the situation, like not okay. And so she ended up leaving the today show and getting out of there. And Rita Ora had to step in allegedly last minute to fill in for Kelly Rowland because she stormed out. Um, but there has been, um, since then, a little bit of backlash on both sides. So, like, people are showing, like, the host, Hoda, is, like, one of the main co-hosts of the Today Show. And she showed off her fitting room, dressing room, and it's, like, the size of a closet. And, but my thing is, is, like, um, I guess, was Kelly promised something and she didn't get it? And that's why she's like, you know what? Not, I'm not, I don't play with y'all. Like, y'all told me this was what I'm going to get. I didn't get this, so I'm leaving. If that's the case, you deserve that. Yeah. Or, you know, was she just, I don't know, was there something with Jennifer Lopez? People are like, well, no, J-Lo was like, she was there before and after. She was there longer than she was supposed to be, so they didn't have time to get it ready for Kelly. I don't know, but Kelly's um, publicist has just came out and said, uh, all she said was, after 28 years of knowing her, Kelly Rowland remains one of the most kind um, kindest, amiable humans I have ever met and has one of the most pristine um, reputations in the business. 
which is true. You've never heard of anything negative about her. So what are your thoughts on all of this? I don't know. Either she was told something and she didn't get it, or she just, she was having a day. She might have just been having a day. She could have been over it. It could have been that time of the month for her. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many. She's tired. She's been out, yeah. she's, she's been out fucking on this press junket. She's having to talk about the same shit over and over and act enthusiastic about it. And then think about, she's on the first hour. And then she has to be back for the fourth hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, no. I, no, it couldn't be me. But, you know, I just, I don't, I, I, I like her. And I think everyone, everyone has their days and their moments and stuff like that. So, you Back know, to the Selena thing, it humanizes them, if anything. If yeah. she's having a bad day, she's having a bad day. Yeah. And, and there's some times where it's like, okay, like, I don't want, I don't want to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with that. I know me sometimes, like... I have no poker face or anything like that. And I know sometimes I can give off diva energy or bitch energy without without meaning to. Like I've had – you guys have had to tell me I don't know how many times to fix my face or, you know, not say something in, in, in a way. So, I, you know, I just – I don't I don't falter for it. Yeah. Well, we're going to end the show talking about Beyonce because last week we talked about how there was some radio stations that were unwilling to play Beyonce since she released her two new country songs. Well, Beyonce has officially become the first Black woman to top Billboard's Hot Country Song Chart after her track Texas Hold'em debuted at number one on the country chart and number two in the Hot 100 um, so that also comes with 16 Carriages, her second song, which is also in the top charts. Um, she is the second solo female artist with someone like Taylor, who's basically just Taylor Swift, to debut at number one with her very first song of country in the genres. Taylor, um, her very first country song was a number one, and so was Beyonce. So it seems like their names are coming up a lot together lately. It makes me think of they're going to have a collaboration. We need a collab. I said that last time too. Like we need a Taylor Beyonce collab. That would be amazing. I I was really like I knew it's like you knew it was gonna debut at number one. You knew it. Mm-hmm. And, and so many radio country radio stations are playing it. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh to see where all this is going, you know. And I, I like the songs. I like them both. Yeah, I mean, again, I it's not my go-to Beyonce song to listen to because I'm just not... I like country, but I have to be in the mood for country. Yeah. You know, and so I, it's country is not just a genre that I automatically go towards. So even though I'm a Beyonce fan, I can't just be like, yeah, I'm replaying it over and over because I'm not. Um, honestly, I'm listening to Ariana Grande's Yes and even more than Beyonce's country song right now. And... I guess we didn't think we didn't even talk about this, but yes, and remix with Mariah Carey. No, I haven't heard yes, it. Yes, they released it together, and I'll tell you, they sound a good separately. They do not <laughs> sound good together <laughs> because it sounds like Mariah Carey is just like like she sang her own song, and they just like stuck in her. Wherever they could. Okay. So I'm going to have to listen and to it, so, like, immediately. 
Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, that's just, I've been listening to that song more than um, Beyonce's country song, but yay for Beyonce. Um, that is it for this week's Pop Culture After Dark. Um, Bonnie just announced yesterday that I'm co-hosting the rest of season four, but just brunch with her. Um, we had some fun there. Bonnie, tell them about this week's episode, which our listeners can hear on Tuesday on podcasting platforms, or they can watch it on YouTube ready. Yeah, so yesterday's episode was so, like, for me, it was, a, it was a fun episode. I absolutely loved it. Yesterday's episode, we talked about Zodiacs. We talked about um, most likely to least likely. We did some lists. I hit you guys with some astrology facts. And we just had a really good time calling out some, <laughs> calling out some of our, uh, our uh, astrological signs and, and, and tendencies and stuff. So that was really fun. You can definitely check it out on YouTube and um, uh, Facebook if you want to rewatch the, the videos forum. Or it will be coming out next Tuesday on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Yes, and if you're a Sagittarius, we're sorry. Sagittarius <laughs> kept coming up a lot yesterday. Scorpio Gemini. Kept coming up. Oh, Gemini, don't even listen. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good day. Bye.